What is up? What is up? What is going on today? Man, happy new year. Happy new year. This your boy Daydren. This is the Couch Potato Podcast. And it's 2021 and we still here. I'm still here. We on episode 16. But we just gonna say we on the next episode of the Couch Potato Podcast. Again, it's your boy Daydren. Coming out of Houston, Texas. Well, some of us ride on Lexus. Ride in Lexus. So, I want to say first off, Happy New Year to everybody out there that's listening. Appreciate the love. Also, can we say goodbye to 2020? Man, what a year. I don't even want to look back at it. I don't even want to think about it. Although, some stuff came along with us, i.e. the Corona clap. Um... But other than that, yo, 2021 is starting off good. Why? Because there is so much good news that's already happened. My prayers have been answered. Tom Herman got fired. Boy, that is some good news. Now, I'm not for people losing their jobs, obviously. You know, but when you're part of a program and you're expected to do things a certain way because you let go of a coach who wasn't... <clears throat> you know, who didn't get a chance to establish his culture and you let him go too soon, the next person coming in has to either, well, has to either meet the expectation of the last coach or surpass him, and he didn't do either. He may have met him, but I'm going to get into that a little bit more. So, again, Happy New Year to everybody. It's 2021. It's so much to be thankful for. I'm still here. Um... During the holidays, uh, me and my wife, we celebrated five years of marriage. we going into year six, and we're excited. Um, we got a little break from the children because, you know, you know, husbands and wives need time alone without the children, too. So, got a chance to get away, had, uh, got pedicures, um, went out to dinner. You know, we, we did what, what we do. Again, I'm so happy and grateful I have a beautiful wife for five years with many more to go. And, you know, she is, she is my better half. She, she keeps me, uh, she keeps me, uh, sane. So, so much to talk about today. You got your college football, who's playing for the national championship. Um, the NFL, Going to talk about Doug Peterson, of the coach for the Eagles, why he said Jalen Hurts in the fourth quarter with the NFC East title on the line, although the the Eagles weren't going to win it. But, you know, you you could definitely play spoiler for another team. Also, Steph Curry dropped 62 last night in 36 minutes. So he's now the all-time leading scorer in Warriors history. By one point, he beat out his fellow splash brother Clay. But once Clay get back, he's gonna try to try to top that too. Also, um, college basketball, the latest in the rankings. 
also talk about the playoff picture in the, in the NFL and uh, why is 45 still thinking that he's going to overturn some votes. Bro, you got two weeks left till, till today. You got like two weeks left, son. It's time to pack it up. He's still trying to fight. And then he's asking the Congress in Georgia to overturn 11,000 votes, saying, come on, man, give me a break. Like, like you really need to win it that bad that you tell somebody to give you a break. You want somebody to cheat because you think someone else is cheating because the people voted who they voted for. Again, four years ago, you know, the people voted and you lost a popular vote by two million. It's been doubled that in this past election. So you lost. Go out losing. But, and then now... You got all the Republicans are telling them to come and support a 45. And I'm like, mm, nah, I'm good. And I'm not even a Republican. I'm not even going to say what my political views are because although both of them have some good ideas that I support, they also have some bad ones that I don't support. So I just keep myself being neutral. Let you try to figure out what political party I'm a part of. <clears throat> All right. Oh, and also, during the holidays, uh, obviously the children got their gifts and stuff. They liked all that they got. I like some of the gifts I got as well. My wife did good. She the best. Just want to let y'all know she's the best. I'm glad. I, uh, she, she is my favor. She is my good thing. She is my great thing that I've been blessed to have. So, All right. College football. Who's playing for the national championship? Well, 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 well. The Fighting Irish of Notre Dame got obliterated by the number one team in the nation, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide, 31-14 in a game that was over with once. <laughs> Like the, um, to me, the game was over with once the ranking final rankings came out of who's gonna play who for the, uh, in the college football playoff. I I knew that I'm like Notre Dame don't even stand a chance. It's it's good they're in the playoffs. Yay, you made the playoffs, but yay, you about to get blown out. And sure enough, the game was over. With. That scored a late touchdown in the fourth quarter when the game was already out of hand. Like it was it was literally over with. Mac Jones, 25 for 30, 297 yards, passing, four touchdowns. Like, all, all the stars came out for Alabama. The people that kept saying they needed to stop, they didn't stop. Um, Najee Harris rushed for 125 yards. And the Heisman, Heisman winner, I'm claiming it. Devontae Smith, seven catches, 100, 130 yards receiving, three touchdowns. There's nothing else that needs to be said. He's going to be the Heisman. If he's not the Heisman, something's wrong. Also, the Ohio State Buckeyes, the Ohio State Buckeyes, not the Ohio players, the Ohio State Buckeyes, beat the Clemson Tigers 49-28 in a route that I honestly did not see coming. I actually thought that game would be a better game because, you know, you're thinking like, okay, this will be, this will be a more better game to watch. But, man, Justin Fields the entire year, 
um, every time he worked out, he kept seeing 23-29 from last year's uh, semi semifinal game when they lost to uh, Clemson. And boy, did he come out with a bang. 22-28, 385 yards, passing six touchdowns. Trey Sermon, I don't know why he left Oklahoma, but man, Trey Sermon, 193 yards, rushing one touchdown, 61 yards receiving as well. And Chris Olave got into the mix as well. Six catches, 132 yards, receiving two touchdowns. And Trevor Lawrence didn't play too bad. I mean, he just, excuse me, the defense of Clemson just ran into a buzzsaw where you got key players that wasn't playing that kind of hurt them in the end. And then Trevor Lawrence was still 33 or 48, 400 yards passing, two touchdowns. Now, I will say this, though. Trevor Lawrence is throwing the ball 48 times. Then you know it, it, it's, it's something wrong because Travis Etienne couldn't even get out the backfield. I, I don't even think he cracked 40 yards. But it's safe to say that it's going to be an intriguing matchup between Alabama and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Can't wait to see it on the 11th. It's going to be a great game. I'm going to talk more about it, break down my analysis, whatever you want to call it, to talk about, you know, and who I'm going to pick. I'm not going to pick today. But I will say, Ohio State is on the mission, and although I didn't think they deserved to be in the playoff, the way they played against Clemson showed that they deserved to be in there. Because it's like, honestly, in college football now, it's Alabama, Clemson, and then there's everybody else. Ohio State is trying to creep in, but I don't see it happening. Other games to mention. Number six, Oklahoma Sooners beat the Florida Gators 55-20, and Kyle Trask can just cancel him winning the Heisman. He played horrible. He had three interceptions, in, I think, in the first quarter. So we can just cancel that. that yeah, it ain't happening. Also, Cincinnati Bearcats – Lost, they tried to go undefeated, lost to Georgia, 24-21. They were up 21-10 going into the fourth quarter. Don't know what happened, but they they did not come out with the win. Also, the Aggies of A&M beat the North Carolina Tar Heels 41-27 in a surprisingly good game. That game went back and forth. And I was just like, I mean, with the exception of the fourth quarter, you know, but the game kept you on the edge of your seat. It's just, and them, you know, they deserve to be the fourth seed. I think that may have been a better matchup for Alabama because clearly Notre Dame is, oh, we, you know, they're good enough, but let's just stop saying that Notre Dame is this elite team this good team that's been doing good for so long. No, they haven't. They've been, they've been okay to say at best. They've been an above average team because number one, you've been able to control your schedule up until this year. And again, you beat a Clemson team who didn't have their best player. And then you went in a double overtime. So that says a whole lot. So like I was saying, my prayers have been answered. Yes, indeed. Because Tom Herman is out at UT. And Steve Sarkeesian 
is in as the Texas football coach. Um, Steve Sarkeesian has battled with a lot of things. Um, when he was at UC, USC, he had a drinking problem, whatever, and it's been rectified. He's done his due diligence. He's been assistant coaches at different places trying to, you know, but he was born to be a head coach. So he's getting his opportunity again. Um, I'm not going to hold him to the same standard that I held Tom Herman only because Tom Herman had a team that you didn't even beat Oklahoma. I think maybe one year. And Sam Ellinger was not their best quarterback, but you didn't want to give any other quarterback another chance. So, yeah, that's kind of what happened with that. I I just don't – I just – I mean, Tom Herman, he did okay, but he was not what – I what the expectation was because you pulled out Charlie Strong just when he established just when he was getting ready to establish his culture. And this and Tom Herman's best season was his first year because that was Charlie Strong's team. And after that, you know, the rest is history. So Tom Herman to get another job somewhere. You know, he'll be another O. C. somewhere. Hey, the Texans looking for O. C. Houston Texans, they're looking for everybody. But I'll talk about that later. Again, the Heisman is tomorrow, and it should be Devontae Smith. Why? Because he balled out. You know, the Heisman is usually given to a quarterback or a running back. But you got to give love to the receiver, man. This dude here balled out when his number two guy, Jalen Waddle, got hurt. And, well, you know, he came and just balled out. Mac Jones got him the ball like he was supposed to, and he did what he was supposed to do. So now my thoughts on the Alabama-Ohio State game. Um, I believe whichever team controls the line of scrimmage is the team that's going to win. Now, I'm going to watch both games again just to kind of see what I see to see if there's a definitive edge. Right now, I think the – the spread is um, a minus eight for Alabama, but it could change by next Monday. So, no federal charges will be bought on the officers that killed Tamir Rice in, and I believe it was in Columbus, Ohio. Um, my thoughts on it is, yeah, I mean, are, are we surprised? Like, are we really surprised? Like, it is really getting to the point where police officers can shoot us, kill us, and they get to go home. And I'm not saying do a, a tit for tat. Like, we kill a police officer, we're going to jail. But I believe, according to the justice system, police officers should be, should be in jail too. They shouldn't get to be on administrative leave and things like that. But I will say this to my black community. If you all are listening, maybe we take more value in ourselves. Value ourselves. Maybe other people will see the value in us as well. And I'm talking about the ones who sag in their pants, who got tattoos all on their face. Now, I'm not saying don't live your life, but don't give anyone the 
the thought or the to be able to judge and say, oh, this person is a thug. Oh, this person looks like a criminal. They look like a criminal. They fit a description. You know, don't don't give up the appearance that you look like you you could do do some harm or some trouble. Now, I will say this also in this in the same same form. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, minding your business, you know that's fine and dandy. But don't don't you know look the part. Like you can't do what these rappers are doing or these professional athletes are doing. You know, you got to live your life. I mean, hey, if you earn their money to live the life that they're living, great. But now at the same time, you got to do what's best for you. Mm -hmm. You got to do what's best for your family. Because people are always watching. So, got to do better. Got to do better. Um, my heart goes out to Tamir Rice, Tamir's, Tamir Rice's family, and anybody else who who's lost a loved one due to police brutality or police. Um, I'm trying to, I can't say. Well, doing doing my heart goes out to the people who have lost loved ones due to the police not using good judgment. I'll say that. So, yeah, that's that. All right, week 17 of the NFL. With playoff implications on the line, who's playing in the postseason? But before I get to that, let's talk about Dwayne Haskins. Can you say idiot? Idiot. Idiot, idiot, idiot. Because that's what he's done since he's been in the league. Which some coaches at Ohio State didn't think he was good enough to be in a position that he was in. But he got a little privileged and he ended up being the seventh pick in the draft, I believe, a couple of years ago. So you get drafted to because the owner thought that you were the next quarterback. And I really didn't see a whole lot from him at Ohio State, just so we clear. I mean, you have good players around you. So, but I've always said this. In the NFL, everybody's an All-American. There's no, oh, a couple of players on this team is an All-American. Well, so the teams you go against, you know, you maybe have a couple of players that are All-American players, but um when you when you looking and watching you know everybody in the NFL is all american and the speed of the game is a whole lot faster it's, the speed of the game is a lot faster playing semi pro so so then you get drafted then you get you, you get you get a win and when it's time to go go out there and do the victory formation where you just take a couple of kneel downs you close to the stands taking selfies with people not prepared. So that's my take on that. Then in the year of a pandemic, Alex Smith comes back, he gets hurt. Kyle Allen gets hurt. 
and you give them the starting position to try to lead your team into the playoffs. And after y'all lose, you go to the strip club with no mask on. You do all this stuff. And then because Alex Smith is hurt, they got to start you. They don't have nobody else. And you underperform. So you got to let go. Do I feel bad for them? No. Because there, there are people who work their butt off to get into the NFL. So they can change their their livelihood, not only for themselves, but for their family. And I don't feel bad for them. But at the same time, it's like us as blacks, we, we have a responsibility already. There's already a strike on us. For, for women, it's already two strikes because they're black and they're a woman. And so we have to come with a responsibility to do whatever it is that we're going to do professionally. So, number one, again, we're black, so they think like, oh, well, they're probably lazy. It isn't it. And, you know, that's not true. There are some instances where people just choose not to work. But when you don't work on your craft, like you're a quarterback, work on your craft. All you got is football. Like, you... You, you think Tom Brady became one of the best quarterbacks because he went out to strip clubs and things like that? No, he worked on his craft. Peyton Manning worked on their craft. Shoot, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson. Like these guys are working on their craft when they're, when, you know, not during, you know, when they're not playing during the season because they want to get better. Yeah, I'm not saying don't have fun. And like I said, with this whole pandemic, like, you could be a little bit more responsible, son. Just gonna call it like it is. So, that's that. Anyway, week 17 of the NFL, Cowboys lost 23-19 to the Giants. So, the Giants were in position to get to the playoffs. However, I'm gonna talk about that in a little bit. Steelers lost 22-24 to the Cleveland Browns. Ben Roethlisberger didn't play to put in Mason Rudolph. This time, he didn't get hit over the head with a helmet. After not trying to take someone else's helmet off. <laughs> I think that's still funny, too. How is it that you tried to pull somebody's helmet off and you were unsuccessful? And so, the guy that you tried to pull his helmet off, he pulled yours off and hit you with it. He was just successful with pulling pulling your helmet off. And then you tried to run up on him. Like, come on, bruh. Got to do better than that. So, the, the Ravens won 38-3. Dolphins lost. <laughs> they got blew out by, by the Bills. 36, I'm sorry, 26 to 56. Josh Allen, 18 to 25. 224 yards passing, three touchdowns. Lamar Jackson, you know, he played good enough to get the win, and then they didn't really need as much help because it was playing against the Bengals. So who do they have on their team that's worth mentioning on defense? 
outside of William Jackson III, out of Wheatley High School, go Wildcats. Um, the Packers beat the Bears 35-16. Aaron Rodgers is going to be MVP. Everybody's been talking about Pat Mahomes winning it, but I think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Because in the words of Stephen A. Smith, he's a bad man. Packers won. Titans won against the Houston Texans, 41-38. And the cheat code that is known as Derrick Henry rushed for 250 yards and two touchdowns. This is also, the, by the way, his second year he rushed for 2,000 yards rushing. And this is probably the third or fourth straight game against the Texans where he's broke out for at least a 40-yard run untouched or he barely got touched. And he had two touchdowns, by the way. Also, Deshaun Watson didn't play bad. 28-39, three touchdowns. But outside of Brandon Cooks, he ain't had nobody to throw the ball to. So, oh well, tough break. The Titans won the division, although the Jaguars lost to the Colts. The Titans had the tiebreaker, so. Colts won 28-14. The Saints won. 33-7 against the Panthers. They are the two seed in the NFC. The Seahawks beat the 49ers 26-23. They're the three seed in the NFC. And the Rams beat the Cardinals 18-7. And they look like a baseball score, if you ask me. Um, just say the Oakland A's and Seattle. I'm sorry. The Oakland A's and the, is that a team in Phoenix? Arizona? Oh, the Arizona Diamondbacks. There you go. 18-7. And they didn't have Jared Goff. But the Rams' defense is, is crazy. Yeah, Deirdre Hopkins was not able to do what he's done to everybody else against Jalen Ramsey. And that may have been the difference. So the last game of the night was the Washington football team against the Philadelphia Eagles. And the football team won 20-14, and they won the NFC East. Now, there is so much to talk about, so much to say what happened. Um, I don't know why Doug Peterson benched Jalen Hurts. Like, that was crazy. That was the craziest thing to do. That was silly. Like, why would you bench him? Like, there was no need to do that. You shouldn't have benched him. In the fourth quarter, oh, you want to get Sudafed. The quarterback, I know that's not his real last name, but I'm going to call him Sudafed because he came in and he did not do anything he was supposed to do other than help the Washington football team win. So Jalen Hurts, I believe, in my honest opinion, would have won the game and would have helped the Giants get in. Honestly, I didn't care who got in in the NFC East. Weren't the Cowboys getting in. But isn't it crazy that the Eagles had one job Doug Peterson had one job, and oh, you wait till the fourth quarter, of, and you get a chance to play spoiler for a team who defense is good, and they're going to get better with Chase Young. But with they've been shuffling quarterbacks all year. So the the Eagles, like Doug Peterson, why why would you sit them? Oh, because I want to give Sudafed a chance to play. He deserved he deserved to get some snaps in. Okay, 
He can get plenty of snaps during the offseason. He, he can snap all he wants. Get himself ready for next year. Oh, yeah, and by the way, Carson Wentz wants out of Philly because he don't want to be a backup. Well, he shouldn't have been playing horrible. It's crazy. Oh, because you lose your starting you, you lose your starting spot because you play you playing like trash. Like you playing worse than the Texans defense. And you want you want out because you don't want to be a backup to somebody who came and took your spot. Oh well, tough break. Adios. Trust me. You're probably not gonna be starting anywhere else unless it's like Jacksonville or the Jets or a team that's 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 in the top five in the draft. Because most teams already have a quarterback. So let's see, where would Carson Wentz go? Jacksonville, they're probably going to draft Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is probably going to start. To the Jets, if they draft Justin Fields, who knows? And that's saying that they come out. Excuse me. That's saying that if they come out this year. Um... Texans, they have Deshaun Watson. Atlanta has Matt Ryan. Like, they have quarterbacks. So, you just going to be a backup. So, you might as well get used to it. I don't know. You, you might you might get a chance to start in for the Washington football team. But Alex Smith don't turn the ball over. Unless it's a tip pass or something like that. If the ball is tipped, like, I think the NFL should change that, by the way. Like, if if the if the ball is tipped, like if the offense, I say if a receiver, a tight end, a running back tips the ball or misses it, and the other team catches, I think that should be more on the 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 person that that didn't catch it, especially if it's a catchable ball. So that's my take on that. So the playoff picture is this: the Colts are the seventh seed and they're playing the Bills. Bills are probably going to advance. Just going to call it now. The Bills are going to be a problem in the AFC. Um, the Cleveland Browns are playing the Steelers. Browns are the six seed. They're playing the Steelers, who was the three seed. The Ravens are the five seed. Titans are the four seed. And yeah, that's it for the AFC. Um, who's gonna win? I'm picking the Bills, Steelers. I'm gonna say the Titans. And their game may come down to who has the ball last. NFC. Oh, I'm sorry, the one seeds are the Chiefs and the Packers. They both got the one seed, so they get a bye week. Yay, a bye week. Um, the Bears are the seventh seed because the Cardinals lost. So they're playing the Saints. Saints should win. Um, but the Bears' defense is what is what actually got them into the playoffs, in my opinion. Uh, the Rams are the sixth seed. They're playing the Seahawks. I'm going to pick Seattle. And the Buccaneers playing the football team. I'm going to pick the Buccaneers. Born, they can get a hold of Chase Young, who has been killing everybody that he's, that he's gone up against. So, coaches that have gotten fired. Anthony Lynn surprisingly got fired by the Chargers. I did not see that happening. Doug Marone, fired by the Jaguars. We knew that was coming. Adam Gase, who should have been fired. Beginning of the season. Um, got let go by the Jets. Doug Peterson needs to get fired. 
Um, Zach Taylor is going to stay with the Bengals for another year. I, I, Joe Burrow got hurt, and then he was playing. Like, he kept them in game. So give it another year. Also, Mike McCarthy staying in Dallas. So next week I probably talk about coaches who, who you know who should be the next coach for what team, and just kind of go from there. All right, the latest in the NBA. Surprisingly, Phoenix and Philly are leading the pack in the East and the West, respectively. Um, but Melo Ball, I feel like he needs to get more playing time. Like he 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 needs to get into a rhythm. But you got Terry Rozier, who I'm not sold on. And you got uh, Deontay Graham, Devontae Graham, I believe, who he's more of a shooting guard, but, you know. Excuse me. Sorry about that for yawning. Um, But he needs more playing time. That's the only way he's going to get better, get a feel, get into a rhythm. You know, he can't be coming in and you expecting him to – Put up magic, um, not magic Johnson numbers, but put up magical numbers and expect it to look good. No, give him a chance. Like, give him a chance to get more minutes, be into a rhythm. Um, Before the uh, Warriors, I'm sorry, before I get to that, and look, no need to panic. You know, teams are getting their chemistry together with any team that has a losing record right now. Like, I see the Wizards. Like, they just won their first game a couple of nights ago. And it's an adjustment. Ooh, excuse me. I don't know why I'm yawning, y'all. Be be with me. I'm a, I'm going to finish this. I'm not tired of sleeping yet. But who knows? Anyway. So, the teams that are, you know, not leading the pack right now, just give it time. You get, let teams get their chemistry together. The Lakers, the Clippers. You know, when you got new players, Brooklyn is at 500 right now. Um, once these teams get their chemistry together, get the feel, get to the know where players are going to be on the plays that they run, they're going to be fine. And it's the same for the Warriors as well. The Curry was like, man, they need to win so badly. And they got to win, you know, but it just sucks when you don't have Klay Thompson. Trust me, when his next, when his next contract come around, got to pay him. Got to pay him that stupid money. Um, but not all bad for Curry. You know, he he knocked down a 105 straight threes in a row. That is crazy. I think the most I've made in a row is probably 10, 11, maybe 12. He made 105 from the three-point line. I think it was in the corner. Made 105 in a row. That's crazy. Then just last night, he dropped 62 and was 8 of 13 from the three. Also, since I, cause I know I mentioned uh, the Wizards, I got a feeling that Westbrook is going to average another triple-double this year. Like, but it's, it's going to take more than him averaging a triple-double because we've seen in him in OKC that, yeah, he did it. But it wasn't. Ooh, excuse me. It wasn't good enough to get your team into the – well, they got into the playoffs in the West. But it wasn't enough to get out the first round. So, we'll see. 
And then I think him and Bradley Bill complement each other so well. It's just where's Bertans, where's these other players that they got, where's Achimura, Achimura, you know, these are the guys got to step up too because Westbrook is gonna put the ball in a position for you to succeed. You just got to be ready for it. So, I was watching this episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the Playboy episode, and it got me thinking: Why is it that men, and I'm I'm, I'm talking to us fellas, that men can look at a magazine or watch videos of whatever? Playboy, things like that. And, but they don't want their daughter to do it. Like, it's it's crazy. So the episode consists of uh, Hillary going to the Playboy mansion to, to pose for, you know, she's a weather girl, things like that. So the her um, cover, well not cover, but her piece in there was called Warm Friends. So, um, it took Will to tell Hillary that Uncle Phil had magazines from 1964. So, how how can you say, you know, you don't want your daughter to pose for something that you've been looking at since before she was born? And I'm just throwing it out there. Like, us as men, like, and I've learned this. I think the greatest advice I ever gotten was every man is a player until he has a daughter. And that in itself is so profound because, you know, you got a daughter. You want to teach her what guy, which guys not to date. And that includes the old you. Like, I don't want my daughter to, to, to date any guys that's like the old me. Like, I, I could, and I, I tell on myself a little bit, I was able to put on the front, you know, for the parents or whatever, just just to be, you know, j just, just to get my way in the door to be like, oh, he's such a nice and well-mannered, and to, to keep it clean, I was thotting it up with their daughters, just call it what it is, but now that I have daughters... I got to teach them to be like, hey, no, that guy's not right for you. And I've explained to my oldest daughter that, that um, you know, any any guy that says he wants to be a boyfriend, I, I have to meet him because I could definitely weed out the ones that's not right for you. Now, I'm not saying that there's, there's, there's not going to be a guy that's good enough for me, for her to be with. That that's not it, but at the same time, it's like I want to I want to make sure that the guy that you're dating has the right intentions with you. And if well, I'm gonna keep it PG. And if all he wants to do is just sleep with you, no, he's not the one. And I'm gonna ask that question like like What are your intentions? Like if if your if your intentions is not to marry her, like nah, bro. And it's, it's not it's not that I'm trying to scare guys away. It's just I'm going to weed out the ones who I know ain't right. And and I'm going to get that vibe, and my wife will too. My wife has five brothers, so see, she's been around her brothers enough to know that 
that some of their tricks that how how they get women as well or how they used to get women I should say. So for guys, man, we we can't do one thing and then we have then we don't want our daughters to do that. But at the same time, if we don't want our daughters to do what we used to do to women, then stop doing what you're doing, so we can break that cycle. So I have been, you know, telling my daughter like, wait till you get married, because that was the that was the advice my mother gave me. My my mother told me, even though she was a single mother with three boys, by three different men, that that wait till you're thirty to get married. And then wait, 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 wait till, wait till you. She said, "Wait till you get, uh, wait till you get married to have children." And I was just think that was the craziest thing to tell me. Like, why would I, why would I wait until, like, why would I wait till I'm getting getting married to have children? Why would to wait till after I get married to have children? And I'm like, you didn't even do it. Like, you didn't even get married. That's what I was thinking at the time. Because you know, back in the day, you talk back, you're gonna get hit in the mouth. Anyway, so that's that. So uh, our job as men is to teach our daughters to do things the right way. And our sons. I'm not going to leave out our sons because we want our sons to remain pure as well. We want to teach them the right. We don't want to teach them to to not take advantage of women and vice versa. So as my son gets older, he'll, you know, he'll, I'm going to teach him the way that that it's supposed to be. All right, enough of that. College basketball update. All right, Gonzaga's still undefeated. The Cougs took a, a loss this week, this past week, to Tulsa. And with the latest rankings out, Gonzaga and Baylor remain at the top. Texas is number four now, and Michigan is in the top ten at number ten. Also, the NCAA tournament, all the games will be played in the state of Indiana. I'm, I'm okay with it. I mean, you, you, you need to play in a state where there's enough courts to, to hold, you know, to be able to play these games. So, so we should see. Final thoughts. Um, why is 45 trying to ask people to cheat in the election? The same election that he was saying that that Joe Biden was cheated in, or it's rigged, or it was this and it was that. And you in Georgia having audio talking about, come on, man, switch it, switch the eleven thousand. Give me a break. Give you a break for what? We gave you a break for four years, and you do what you're supposed to do. So, tough break, buddy. Better luck next time. You gotta get out of here, homie. You got like two weeks left. Like, and he he's he's literally still trying to fight. He's literally still trying to fight that that um that the election was rigged and things like that. I'm like, no, it ain't rigged. You just trash. And you you gotta go, son. Sorry to hurt your feelings. Anyway, this your boy Daydrin. Also, the music that I played today was by my boy Derek Minor called Hold Up. Hold up, 45, Doug Peterson, Tom Herman. Y'all got to go.
bye-bye um, to them. This your boy, Dave, and this is the Couch Potato Podcast. And until I talk to y'all again, listen, be safe out there with this COVID going on. I know there's a vaccine out. I'm not taking it. That's my opinion. Um, because they came too fast with it. So I'm waiting to see what the reactions that other people have before I just decide to, that I'm going to take it. All right. Y'all be safe out there in them streets. Love y'all. Be safe. Peace.